Welcome to the Indisposable Podcast, produced by Upstream. I'm your host, Brooking Gatewood. And I'm your co-host, Matt Prindeville. Thanks for joining for another episode celebrating solutions to plastic pollution. Hey, what's up, Solutioneers? As you might have heard by now, Upstream and Closed Loop Partners are bringing the Reusies back this year. The Reusies is a groundbreaking awards program honoring changemakers developing a better way than throwaway, advancing systemic change, and co-creating a world where we can get what we need and want without all the waste. We received hundreds of nominations and narrowed them down to just a few finalists across seven award categories. Honors to be awarded during the show include Most Innovative Reuse Company, Corporate Initiative of the Year, Activist of the Year, and Reuse Community of the Year. Now, it's time for you to go vote. Head to thereusies.org to cast your votes and save your spot at the second annual Reuse Awards, which will be live-streamed on Thursday, September 29th. Tickets are free, and a limited number of VIP packages are available for purchase, which come with amazing perks. And that's not all. This year, all ticket holders are automatically entered to win a Gibson Hummingbird guitar, valued at $3,999, generously donated by our partner, Gibson Gives. So don't wait. Vote, register, and learn more at thereusies.org. That's T-H-E-R-E-U-S-I-E-S dot org. Can't wait to see you there. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Indisposable Podcast. Today's episode is part of a series where we get to know the 2022 Reusies Award judges. And joining me today is Punam Wateen with the World Economic Forum. Punam is a knowledge specialist for the Global Plastic Action Partnership, GPAP for short, where she manages the innovation workstream and is helping to build a community of high-impact ecopreneurs that tackle plastic pollution and together build momentum around reuse solutions at the local and global scale. Punam and her team at WEF have also been collaborating with the World Wildlife Foundation and United Nations Environment Program to build a reuse portal for which Upstream is also a strategic partner. And this portal is a first-of-its-kind global platform that allows users to learn about reuse and to connect, collaborate, and ultimately implement reuse solutions. So very excited in today's conversation to learn more about these initiatives and how WEF is aiming to scale reuse through collaboration. Thanks so much for joining us today, Punam, and also saying yes to being a Reusies judge. Thank you so much, Brooking, and uh, thrilled to be invited to participate and looking forward to talk about all things reuse. Awesome. Let's start with just a little bit of background on how you got involved in the reuse space yourself. Yes, happy to give you a bit of a background and maybe I'll give a bit of context in, in uh, around the Global Plastic Action Partnership, GPAP. So we are a multi-stakeholder platform housed at the World Economic Forum and we aim to shape a more uh, sustainable and inclusive world through the eradication of plastic pollution. And uh, we work across three kind of key pillars. So the first is around convening communities and curating conversations. So we um, so we support uh, national platforms in partner countries. And our vision is to be in 25 countries by uh, 2025. 
And uh, the second pillar is really focused around generating new insights and action roadmaps. So we work to establish uh, country level baselines for measuring plastic waste flows. And this really helps uh, governments with a clear imperative for action. And for the third pillar, we um, work on catalyzing strategic action. So really supporting our national partners to build uh, financing roadmaps to implement uh, national action plans. And so through these three pillars, we work across six impact areas. And the first is focused around informing policy. So identifying policies and regulatory frameworks to ensure a supportive environment for addressing plastic waste and pollution. And the second is around um, unlocking finance. Uh, The third is around transforming behaviour. So really amplifying initiatives that help consumers and businesses to form a more sustainable relationship with plastics. And this is where our reuse work comes in as well. The fourth is boosting innovation. So really identifying key game-changing innovators throughout the plastics value chain and enable the transition to a circular economy. So again, this is where a lot of our reuse work comes in within GPAP. The fifth impact area is focusing around harmonizing metrics. And the sixth is promoting inclusivity. So um, I work mainly on two of our impact areas, so boosting innovation and behaviour change. And so we focus both on upstream and downstream solutions within these two impact areas to tackle plastic pollution. And so that's where kind of the work around building an ecosystem of innovators engaged in the plastic space and the reuse portal, um, some of the key activities that I work on both fit in and where the reuse uh, landscape really um, is is very key to really tackle plastic pollution and, and waste. Hmm. And you're a knowledge curation specialist. So how did you get into that line of work and that it sounds like part of what you're doing is helping us understand the increasingly complex landscape, which is a good thing, of um, what's happening with reuse. And how does your background fit in with, with that? Yes, uh, that's a good question. Um, so I have more of a trade background. Um, I've worked, worked mostly on um, developing country issues and trade policy issues um, within the World Trade Organization and the International Trade Center. And then I, I shifted to kind of the plastic space, just given my interest around, around the environment and uh, came across this opportunity at the forum and joined GPAP, the Global Plastic Action Partnership, just over, over a year ago. So, um, yeah, that's how, how I kind of fell into this space, but it's also very much aligned with my, my interests and passions around uh, tackling plastic pollution and also supporting the, the environment. Awesome. So let's talk a little bit more about some of these projects. Um, I understand that one of the projects you're doing under this GPAP program is building a global plastic innovation network. And I think that'll be really interesting to a lot of our listeners. Can you tell us a little bit about that? 
Sure, yes. So the Global Plastic Innovation Network is an open collaborative platform and it's really designed to harness the power of innovation and accelerate high-impact solutions that help to eradicate plastic pollution. So for this network, the Global Plastic Innovation Network, we've collaborated with Uplink, which is uh, the World Economic Forum's open innovation crowdsourcing platform that we use to build this innovation network across five plastic action focus areas. So the first focus area is based on waste prevention. So identifying new business models, uh, which enable reuse and refill systems to prevent any initial waste. Uh, The second focus area is around alternative materials and product design. So this really focuses around thinking about new materials that are crucial in reducing negative environmental impact. The third focuses around waste management and recovery. So this refers to identifying effective waste management solutions. And the fourth focuses around ecosystem data and transparency, so innovative ways to track and understand material flows in the plastic value chain. And the fifth is engaging society. So what innovative solutions will empower the next generation voices and help them to reshape education around tackling plastic pollution? So these are really the five focus areas that have both the downstream and upstream um, kind of integrated within uh, but we're really trying to build this community of uh, high impact innovators that focus on on tackling plastic pollution across the value chain. Mm. And is it something that people can apply to join or how does that part work? Yes, absolutely. So we, we've we run um, two cycles already. Uh, the first cycle during which we, we identified uh, eight top innovators. So top innovators are really the, the ones we identified as the high impact innovators. Um, and so we identified this cohort, winning cohort uh, last year. And we just recently finalized our second cycle of uh, high impact innovators. So we're very excited to, to onboard this community to, to the Global Plastic Innovation Network. Actually, Matt was also part of the selection committee for the second cycle. So it was really great to have his kind of expertise from the upstream perspective. And we're, yeah, we're very excited to have this growing community of around 30 high impact innovators in total. Um, and some of which focus on, on upstream solutions. And they also get access to a series of benefits, including um, increased visibility, um, access to connections and programming as well through the Uplink platform. So if you have a solution, you can um, navigate through the Uplink platform and, and see if there's a relevant challenge. Um, and then you can be part of this growing community of high impact innovators. Great. And we'll put the link to that in the show notes if anybody wants to check it out online after you listen to this episode. Um, and somewhat related project, um, let's let's dive a little bit more to talk about the reuse portal. So uh, for those who aren't going to be part of this network but want to find information about um, what's happening in this space, um, is the portal live yet? Is it launching soon? Tell us a little bit about where that's at. 
Yeah, that's a great question. So we are currently developing this reuse portal that you um, rightly introduced um, initially in the podcast. And we're working in partnership with WWF and UNEP. And the vision is really stemmed from that growing concerns to accelerate reuse uh, solutions. The portal is... um, is currently still in development, but we are aiming to launch it early next year. However, you can visit the site and see what the portal will have to offer. Um, So there are some features that are already available, but however, that community engagement side around the portal will, of course, be available once we have that public launch next year. Awesome. So folks can check that out in the show notes as well. And I, I assume there's some sort of sign up to find out more link if they go to the portal site. Absolutely. Yes. And um, so essentially the platform really allows our users to learn, connect and engage to help scale reuse solutions. And it's it's really this open collaborative platform. So once we do have that public launch, we really want to um, welcome you know, all stakeholders from all regions and walks of life, um, from innovators to large and small businesses, to policymakers, activists, experts, um, consumers and citizens um, to really use the reuse portal as this one-stop shop um, to make these key connections, to learn leading content around uh, reuse, um, enabling and building reuse solutions. It's also an opportunity where users will be able to discover and engage with active reuse initiatives led by different communities, but also to showcase your own projects and successes and learnings. I think that's really um, like really at the heart of the portal. And of course, building your network and connections with, um, with peers to bring reuse solutions to life. And there is the option to provide feedback as well on the reuse portal. So, um, you know, if you if you feel that the the portal is missing something, or or if you're really excited, or if you want to be engaged and and have updates on on further developments, then people can just generally sign up and uh, and be part of that mailing list. Yeah, that is exciting because there's so much good work happening, and people don't necessarily always know about other efforts, especially in other countries. So um, it'll be neat to see this sort of global collection grounds for everything that's happening around the world to try to change change our economy so there's more circularity and less waste. Absolutely, yes. And we're so excited to be working with uh, strategic partners for the reuse portal, such as Upstream um, and others like the Ellen MacArthur Foundation, Wrap Closely Partners and Break Free from Plastic. I think this this growing network will really help us to amplify the platform even further and, and ultimately scale reuse. Awesome. You know, I want to ask you a couple of questions. Just you have such an interesting vantage point on the sort of macro system. And I remember last year I talked with one of your colleagues, uh, Christian Kaufholz, uh, and we had a very interesting sort of the bird's eye view, if you will, on what's happening in the larger reuse landscape. So first I'm curious to ask why, um, you know, why did World Economic Forum decide to make reuse a priority? And it seems like it's becoming more and more of a priority for you all. So what are you guys seeing and, and why are you focusing on reuse? Yeah, that's that's a really good question. And I think reuse really falls under um, two of our impact areas. Um, so the innovation side and the behavior change side. And 
as you're probably aware of the, of the statistics, um, I'd say that currently half of, of global plastic production is for single-use applications and only 14% is collected for, for, for recycling. So even you know, vastly improved recycling rates would not sufficiently curb this plastic waste crisis. So upstream solutions have really um, become a kind of a key issue within the agenda at the forum. And I think also the global treaty um, with the resolution to start negotiations on a global treaty on plastic pollution um, specifically indicates the importance of promoting a sustainable design of products and material so, so that they can be reused, remanufactured or recycled. And so um, this has really accelerated the importance of, of reuse within the forum. And we also work alongside the Consumers Beyond Waste initiative within the forum, and, and, and they work heavily on reuse. Uh, for instance, they've published several key guidelines and, and public and playbooks um, such as the city playbook around building a reuse city, um, design guidelines for reuse alongside safety guidelines for reuse. So these um, these content items will also be featured on the knowledge kind of section of the portal or library of resources on, on the portal. Um, so yeah, I think this is really becoming a key agenda within within the forum, and um, and I think with the reuse portal, we hope to accelerate this effort and um, and support that um, that growing community of stakeholders engaged in the in the reuse space. Yeah, what's really interesting to me about what you just shared is how powerful things like that global treaty that you mentioned can be to really moving change. And it sounds like that's part of what's happening where because of this treaty, the World Economic Forum is turning more attention and more resources to this issue. Yes, I think um, both pu the public and the private sector are really accelerating their efforts around uh, plastic pollution and tackling plastic pollution. And I think the, the global treaty is really is a, is a pivoting moment um, if we're able to really land on something that's that's um, very concrete um, in in the next two years. And it's really fantastic that that you know there is some reference to to the importance of promoting sustainable design of products. So that reference to a kind of underlying tone of referencing to to reuse solutions or remanufacturing and recycling. Um, so I think this this really needs to come out of the negotiations. But uh, but I think this is it's great that um, the resolution has really built momentum around uh, tackling plastic pollution at the, at the global scale. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And then, you know, on that note, because you're a judge, we always ask, please don't name any specific companies at this point, but um, you know, from what you've learned in this role and, and all the different organizations and, and the research you've done, um, what kinds of reuse systems are you seeing starting to emerge that you're most excited about that seem most potentially transformative? Yes, I'm really excited about various different reuse solutions. Um, we're really excited to be able to feature them on the reuse portal uh, across the globe. Just really thinking about solutions that are scalable um, and can be implemented on, on the regional basis is, is something that we're really excited about. And having the reuse portal as that opportunity for for innovators especially small startups to to scale their solutions so i think really thinking about the smaller companies that um, that are really honing in on on reuse and being able to kind of 
scale those solutions within within a region. Yeah. So I think I hear you saying that there's really good things happening at a local scale. And then with the support of groups like you and, and other larger scale efforts, part of what is happening that's exciting is people are working on how can we take those good ideas and get them happening at a bigger level to meet the challenge. Yes, exactly. And I think, um, you know, the, the portal is a great platform to be able to showcase that, but also to provide some some lessons learned and, and, and some success stories as well, to be able to inspire others to, um, to really see reuse as a, as a great opportunity to tackle plastic pollution. Yeah, there's so much to learn from from the folks who are sort of trailblazing and, and all exactly. the challenges and learning on the way. We have a lot of those conversations on this show as well when we interview some of the entrepreneurs I love asking. So, you know, what didn't work and what did you learn from that? Um, so it's great that you'll have that kind of information to share with everybody on your new portal. Yes, yes. We're very, very much excited about that and um, looking forward to showcasing that on, on the portal. So it seems like what what your role at least is is focused a lot on supporting the entrepreneurs or ecopreneurs or solutioneers as we like to call them at Upstream, um, who are really developing reuse systems on the ground and then helping them figure out how to scale. And I'm wondering about what now that this is you've got this global treaty and there's more and more attention on this around the world. What do you think some of the other essential um, sort of levers for change are to really transform our economy around reuse. Building upstream solutions such as reuse are so complex. And so we, we do really do require those innovative solutions across the value chain and, and also incentives to, to move towards a more uh, secular approach. So Key, key challenges that we may face include um, the need to de- redesign completely products and, and the need to really rethink those delivery models or think about new standards or, or regulatory or financial incentives to really shift that consumer behaviour. But if these challenges are overcome and, and we're able to provide a more sustainable consumption model and um, I think upstream solutions can really help to unlock some of those those key benefits including you know such as lower costs in packaging or transportation um, other areas such as improved user experience or increased brand loyalty so um, it's it's very complex which is why the I think the reuse portal could be a great gateway for some of those lessons learned and how we can overcome some of those challenges as we, as we try to scale those reuse solutions further. Yeah, it's it's always um, a treat to talk to those of you who are really working on the complexity and the international view and, and the intersection between policy and innovation. So uh, I really appreciate you taking time to speak with us today and share your perspectives also, uh, for saying yes to being a Reusies judge, we really appreciate you bringing your expertise to that process this year. And uh, also for the work you're putting into this portal and the um, Plastic Innovation Network and just helping to build connection, community, and shared understanding about this fast evolving space that hopefully will help transform our world for the better. So thanks so much for joining us today and for the work you're doing. Thank you so much, Brooking, and for, for this opportunity as well. And that's our show. 
If you like what you're hearing, help spread the word. Subscribe to the Indisposable Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Add a review, talk us up. Nobody spreads a message like you. The Indisposable Podcast is brought to you by Upstream, sparking innovative solutions to plastic pollution, envisioning a world without it, and empowering businesses, communities, and individuals to imagine and co-create this future with us. You can find resources mentioned on today's episode as well as learn more about Upstream's work at www.upstreamsolutions.org. Follow us on social and join the movement. There's a better way than throwaway.